Welcome back, everyone, to the Suit Yourself Podcast, part of the Finish First Media Network team. My name is Austin, co-host number one, joined tonight by fellow co-host number two. Brandon, it feels like we've done this before. It does. This is our third take, and uh, I would like to say that my last name is not co-host number one. Uh, there was a comma there, but good to know. Either either way, it was a very a very poor intro by me. I should should be better by now. Uh, we'd like to welcome everyone into the show. Today is October the tenth, or excuse me, October the fourteenth of two thousand twenty. The year terrible. Uh, we had a beautiful Tuesday night game last night. Uh, moving on no, to no Thursday night game this week. Uh, which is very devastating, but uh, I guess poor Brandon is a Bills fan, so last night was a little bit of a rough night. Uh, we were finally exposed to the frauds that the Buffalo Bills are. No, they had two horrible turnovers in the 10-yard line, which gave the Titans 14 points and took away a potential 14 from them. Now, as somebody who also, it seems like you kind of root for the Titans as a secondary team a little bit, uh, are, are the Titans just way better than the Bills, do you think? No, it's I, I only root for them because I think like first Derrick off, I Henry. think no, yeah, I, I like Derrick Henry, but I think they're underrated, especially last year, and they won me a bunch of money last year. But the the turnovers they got, we we spoke about this earlier yesterday, that not all turnovers are equal. They had like the two of the most costly turnovers of the season, like opening play of the game, they turn it over in the ten yard line, and then when they're starting to make a little push, they fumble it inside, I think the five yard line on the kickoff return, which gave them a free fourteen points, and. Let's say hypothetically they would have scored on one of those drives. That's a twenty-one point swing right there, and they didn't lose by twenty-one. So it actually they might have. Either, either oh. way, it was bad. But either way, they like without. I don't know. You say well without the two bad plays. Like obviously anybody can make that excuse, but those were two really bad plays. I feel like they outplayed or either outplayed or just as good as the Titans every play of that game except for two. And it was just. Are you saying the fumbles were the only two? Those two. Well, one was a fumble. Yeah, one was a fumble and one was a pick that was tipped in the air. Josh Allen had a horrendous pick, which I have, and they returned it for like eighty yards. Like I, there's no excuse for that. That was oh, was that so? No, that was just a bad play. But that one, like, but, and that was credit to the Titans for returning it so far. But the other two, it just they just dr- figuratively and literally dropped the ball at the worst point possible. Yeah, not something that you love to see if you're a Bills fan. No, let's see. Yeah, they lost by twenty six, so it didn't really matter. But like, yeah. It would have been a much, 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 much closer game had they just not done that at that time. But, oh well. The life goes on, right? Mm, barely. Uh, so, for tonight's show, we're going to jump into uh, the week six preview. Sadly, we are actually moving quite through the moving through the season quite rapidly, which is disappointing. Uh, this is the one thing I have to look forward to every week, but, you know. Literally nothing else. Uh, we are going to uh, continue here with the preview section. Brandon's also going to run through... Uh, some of the the lines for the games, so we can incorrectly guess the lines. Uh, very excited for this episode. Let's just jump straight into it. We're gonna get that spreadsheet out. Uh, one of these weeks, I think that Maybe might be your week. job. That might be your job going uh, forward here. We'll see. I, you know, I do all the uploads, and that takes too much time for me to do the spreadsheet. Uh, first game that we have uh, in our, we have six games this uh, on, at the noon slot. First game is going to be Patriots Broncos. I believe I believe Drew Locke is back for this game. Not gonna make a difference. Um, Breaking news, by the way, Melvin Gordon. Picked yeah, up for DUI. Shout out to my team who has Devonte Adams, Melvin Gordon, and uh, Chris Godwin. Did you hear what? And Zach Ertz in Dynasty. They, so we are face any repercussions. We are suffering. Uh, I don't know as of right now what the what the status of that is. I know that he is not playing, or it looks like he's not going to play this week. I believe that the minimum games you can sit is three, 
once everything once the discipline is 100% going through I, you know how sometimes things work how it might be a week or two until the discipline happens it might yeah. be one of those situations but from what i was seeing it looks like it's going to be the philip lindsay show uh, and he was coming uh, back from injury so i believe philip lindsay is going to be back this week uh, i believe uh, cam newton's going to be back this week andrew Locke. so we actually should have quite a few people back i believe noah fant is still not looking to play this week, uh, which is kind of a bummer if you own him. But at least we actually see starters this week. That's exciting. Yeah. I, I do want to say, well, well, and there is a lot of rumors around the Patriots potentially going after Le'Veon Bell. Um, Who cares? No, I think he's actually good. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of, I mean, he has been a guy in the past that, you know, that's also Belichick every- has actually gushed over when he doesn't do that too much over players. So That's also every single free agent oh the, the patriots are gonna get him every time there's a big free agent oh the patriots are gonna get him oh the patriots are gonna yeah get him. but this one seemed like the belichick has in the past has shown a keen interest to him plus they have quite a bit of cap space so i think that they actually could get him on a one year pretty you know what i mean essentially for free but we'll have to see how that progresses i would say either way he's probably not going to get most of you know what i mean even if he was to sign today or tomorrow would he even get that any touches, or would they even bring it play him? You know, probably not. I think no. that'd be something to be seen Especially anyway. Especially, this should be an easy win for the Patriots. I agree. I think uh, I'm actually kind of excited to see how Nikhil Harry looks this week. I think this could be a good chance for him to kind of bust out. Damian Harris too. I think he he has the potential to be good. Yeah, uh, I think it's yeah. I definitely think that he's a uh, he's one of those guys that he has the chance to. I don't want to say win. You know, I don't want to say win you your league. Uh, but, like, you know, because Cam Newton's going to vulture so much. But I think he, you know, he could definitely be a nice flex option or maybe a low-end RB2. I think he is better than Sonny Michel. So, I, I do think he has a chance to get in there quite a bit. And, yeah, the, the Broncos probably have – I'm looking it up now. They have – why can't I find it? They have a middle-of-the-pack rush defense, but mm-hmm. they also have played the Jets in that time. So, it's probably slightly below average if you take out – the free game so i feel like Nikhil, not Nikhil harry um damian harris is gonna do just fine this week yeah i i do think he's gonna have a strong showing which will definitely be nice that's for sure because you know, they give up 110 yards and that was again playing against frank gore which is mm-hmm. a free 20 yards like they go here's just 20 yards for this game which kills the average mm-hmm. no I, i'm with you on that uh, as far as the broncos side of the ball um are you excited about anybody there mm, not really um, Melvin Gordon hasn't looked incredible. I know he's not going to play. Well, yeah, Philip Lindsay, I would he's, say he's not going to play. That being said, when those two did play together, Melvin Gordon was clearly the better guy. Mm-hmm. So when he's been a little disappointing, like last week, he got saved by that huge touchdown the, la- the last play of the game or the last time he played. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm I'm really not excited about it anyway. Jerry Judy, he's also been fine. Um, 15 catches so far, 230 yards, which I mm-hmm. believe is on track for about 800 to 900 yards, which isn't incredible. It's not terrible. For a rookie, it's fine, but I'm not excited about that either. There's there's not much to be excited about with these guys. Yeah, I think Jerry's a fine flex play. If um, you're desperate, yeah. Phil Lindsay's probably a decent play. But, yeah, outside of that, um, he's like the rugs. It's just tough. He'll get two catches. And I would still go with Probably Edelman. a big play in there. but And I think Edelman has an – I think he's probably pretty good play this week too. He's had a couple of bad weeks. But yeah. yeah, he's he's bound for a comeback. I think this is a good get right game though. Broncos are looking terrible on every yeah. every end. So uh, won't spend much time, much more time there. I say the Patriots are projected probably six and a half. Oh man, nine and a half. Oh geez, 
That was one of those ones that kind of it felt like I should guess it, but it just felt like too much. But the over is forty-five points. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the under, and I'm taking the Broncos. I would take the over, and I think the Patriots are going to win this game. It was nine and a half. Yeah, they'd have to win by ten, obviously. Hmm. I just don't think their offense is good enough. Like I think the Broncos could have put up fifteen points. I'm Whereas gonna, I don't I'm, think I'm taking the over and the Patriots. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Like, I feel like the Broncos could have put up 14 to 21 relatively, or not easily, but they could put up 14 to 21, and I don't see the Patriots putting up 34 points. Yeah, I I actually kind of – I think that they're going to be pretty good. But I, I think Cam Newton back – I mean, they almost beat the Chiefs last week, and that's with, you know – Last week? Well, isn't that the last time – I'm trying to think. Of, oh, there was that COVID, wasn't there? The last time the Patriots two, two played, ago. they almost okay. – Yeah, it was the last time they played. They almost beat the – and they should have beat the uh, Chiefs, and or I shouldn't. They shouldn't have. I think they might have if they had Cam Newton. And so I think that they're actually going to be pretty good. So, uh, Roger, he didn't play that game. I I was struggling to remember what you were talking about. Okay. Yeah, sorry. It it gets a little weird when people are missing games for long periods of time and yeah. whatnot. But uh, next we're going to go ahead and move on to another very exciting game. May okay. I may I add another uh, Texans Titans? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say that this is kind of an intriguing matchup. I don't think so. I think A.J. Brown going to have another beast game on the Titans side. I think Tannehill's a good start. Johnny Smith is a good start. Uh, Derrick Henry, a good start. Anybody outside of those three that you're thinking? Not really, no. I'm expecting a big day out of them. I think that they're just going to run the ball all over the Texans. They're going to do whatever they want yeah, all over the Texans. Very nice. Um, Titans defense is pretty good as well. I would mm-hmm. have very tempered expectations for probably almost anybody on the Houston side of the ball. And this is not because the Titans are undefeated, but they have a game plan and they stick to it, and it works. They, yeah. Like, if you think of they what they won three playoff games last year. I think they won two consecutive regular season, too. So they were, like, on a five-game, five-and-one at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. And then they come in or four-and-zero oh now, which isn't a fluke. And even the first win was ugly, 16-14 to 14 against the Broncos, but they missed, what, five field goals. Then they barely beat the Jaguars, barely beat the Vikings. But then when they play the best team they have, it's the Bills, and they had no problem. So I think they're going to be just fine. I think they're going to roll them over. I always get a little nervous because I think Houston can actually be okay on offense. I've thought that for five weeks now. (laughs) I've been wrong four of them. Uh, I'm interested to see how Brandon Cooks looks this week too. I think everybody's going to be down a little bit. I I would not really want to roll David Johnson out there so much. but So, So far we've been kind of wrong about Will Fuller. He missed a game, which is 20% of the season thus far, and he's still on track for over 1,000 I yards. feel like I've been wrong about every single member of the te- uh, the Texans. So, Granted, the likelihood of him playing 15 games is probably about a 0%. Texans really had a tough schedule. But the problem is, let me just pull up their last. There's one game in there in particular where it was just bad. Like, yeah, the rave. It's the, the problem is they play the Chiefs, stand no chance. Like it wasn't even like it wasn't even. Close. I'm not saying they're good. They play I the Ravens, they're good. stand no chance. They play the Steelers, they actually kind of competed. They play the Vikings, get blown out by them. They, the Vikings shouldn't be bad though. I'm just saying this well, I is. Know. But then they then they beat the Jaguars. Every one of those okay. teams mentioned weren't they all playoff teams? Well, well, yeah, but I'm, the Steelers should have been. My but. my thing with them is though, like if you're gonna lose to a good team, you bet like. And you still want to be considered good? You got to compete, and they didn't compete. I am not saying that the Texans are good because they're not. I'm just saying that I think they really got. I mean, that's a tough schedule. It is, but it's when you're getting beat by what was it, seventeen 
by the Ravens. I mean, if you're playing an average team, you'd probably lose that week. That's that's just a tough schedule. Uh, yeah. So I don't I don't have much else to add to that. Like I said, I think it's going to be a rough day for the Titan or Texans offense. I'd start I'd start Will Fuller. He's been uh, consistent enough. I think Brandon Cooks is a decent flex. David Johnson, I would like to run him in the flex. I don't know if many people have that option. I wish they'd start using him in the pass game more. Um, I yeah, Duke Johnson should be used more as well, but. Uh, gonna be a good day for the Titans. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna pick the Titans. I hate to pick the same exact line, but I'm probably gonna say. Well, I'll take seven and a half. Titans minus three. I'm taking the Titans. The over under fifty three. I'm taking the over on that one. That's is really. Yeah. See, this is one I might take the under. I think it's gonna be Titans. I I'll take the over, but I would not be surprised if this went under. I'm gonna take uh, Titans and the over. Fair enough. Next beautiful game that we have is going to be Brown Steelers. Brown Steelers. Uh, I was kind of joking when I said beautiful game, but actually I am excited about the this Steelers game. Steelers are 4-0. Wow. This is the first time in a while I've been excited for Brown Steelers game. Uh, this is the I, first time in a while I've just been excited for a Browns season in general. See, now here's the problem is we're all high on the Browns because they, they I feel like they haven't done much, but they've had good games. They've, Wait, I, ever since week one was bad. They're competing, though, against not that great of teams. Um, Pittsburgh is going to be a different story. Their defense is probably going to be the clearly the best defense they're going to play, I think. I don't know. Or, they, as of now. They've put up the most points in their division, and their division has Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Yeah, but who have they played so far? Well, they've played the Ravens. Which, okay, so this might yeah. be the – That was a dumpster fight. That's like the anomaly, I feel like. See, but the, they the played Pittsburgh... the Bengals, which they only won by five, which isn't great. Well, yeah, they played they Washington, won by 14, which is good. They played Dallas, won yeah, by – but it's Washington. Well, no, but they still won by – they won by 14. Almost double the score. They played the Cowboys one by nine, which oh, wow. with a team without offense, though, winning by that Cowboys much. Cowboys only two wins are against one win or zero win teams. Then they, well, no, but the thing, but then they beat the Colts, who are by nine points as well. It's not like they're winning by one. I just don't think. I think, I think Pittsburgh is going to win this one. Um, I think it's going to be a rough day for a lot of the Cleveland players. Uh, obviously, I think especially with Baker Mayfield being essentially his whole right side or whatever it was, it was I don't can't remember if he's left or right. His throwing side was all hurt. Uh, it didn't look like it was so much his shoulder, but just his whole he's just kind of all banged up. Um, his bean. I think you're probably gonna roll OBJ out if you have him. Oh, yeah. I would probably sit Landry. Austin Hooper might be a good start here. Um, and obviously Kareem Hunt is gonna be a good start, but that, I would be tempered. I would not expect a ceiling game for anybody on no, that side the, of the ball. I saw that the Steelers do only give up 64 rushing yards, but they played the Giants. I guess Saquon was in there. Then they played the Broncos, which I guess Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, and then Miles. Okay, they played four good running backs. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, they're they're good and they have good corners. Yeah, they they played four good running backs, so I guess that's not a fluke. Yeah, they're going to be good. I. I think on the on their side of the ball, you're probably rolling Juju out, even though he's been pretty meh so far this year. I'm not rolling out Deontay Johnson. I am not either because he has a concussion. Uh, oh, I didn't. I thought he's cleared. Chase Claypool. At least I don't think he's cleared. But I we're putting in Claypool. Uh, obviously Connor. But I don't. I don't know if you're doing anything outside of them. Probably this could be a good Roethlisberger game as well. For the record, I I think it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna be. A weird I have game. Roethlisberger and and uh, Cam. Cam Newton on a team. Who should I start? Newton against the Broncos or uh, Roethlisberger against the Browns? I'd say Newton. Really? Big Big Ben's passes of over 20 yards. I believe he's throwing at like 24%. Yeah, so. but he's still getting touchdowns. 
And we saw how Houston is getting diced up. Well, they're That's actually they're one of the more Houston, intriguing matchups, the I think, is in terms of like which would you rather situation. I think that's a really good question. I, I I'd don't rather know. Have I still have to decide what I want to do, but I that's probably not a bad suggestion. Um, any last second thoughts on that game? Or are we on to Baltimore or Philly? I feel like this could be a bad game for Kareem Hunt. I As think, an owner of him, I feel like he's a sell high, but I, my running back depth is just so bad. I completely disagree with that notion, personally. Just because he's had one or more touchdowns every single game, and I don't think that's sustainable at all. I actually do think that's sustainable. As so, a backup. I, uh, yeah, but when you say backup, that's like the most, like, in quotes, situation of all time. Mm. He's not really a backup. He's like 1A, you know? Um, we're going to move on to the Baltimore-Philly game. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, we have to guess Three the and a half, Austin. Guess Over, under 51. Pittsburgh, three and a half. I'm going to go under on this one. I'm doing the over. Uh, and you know what? I might take the Browns. Pittsburgh is going to uh, – Pittsburgh, two and a half. Well, it's Pittsburgh, three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah. I Pittsburgh's going to win by more than a touchdown. Ooh, I, I'm, I'm taking the Browns in that one. I, and the uh, over. I would bet you money personally on this one. But we are – I don't think that's going to happen. I think Pittsburgh wins pretty easily. But – I do hope it's a good game. That'd actually be fun to watch. Uh, next game, like we talked about, Ravens, Eagles. Um, boy, this is going to be a tough game for the Eagles. I saw a lot of people actually say this could be like a Eagles get-right game. No. But I I disagree. We're all watching Zach Ertz. And this is, this is coming from somebody who doesn't think that Lamar Jackson's played well at all. I, the defense I, is so good, though. Yeah, and that's what I mean. The defense in the running game, they plug anybody poor, in there that gets Poor success. Wentz is going to get hit for the thousandth time. Yeah. Uh, Wentz turns the ball over or has turned the ball over like crazy. These guys get turnovers like crazy. This is a bad matchup for Philly, and the line right now is seven and a half, and I take – I thought we were supposed to guess that. Oh, well, I'd take the Ravens 10 out of 10 days on that. Uh, what's the over-under on that? 47. I think it'll go over. I mean, yeah, they, probably because I can see the Ravens scoring. Eagles 35. put up twenty nine on Pittsburgh, so, and I can see like the the Baltimore putting up thirty five. Are you trusting? And I I know I might say his name wrong because I haven't heard it very many. The times. practice squad, guy. Travis Fulgham. Yeah, are you trusting him? I put in a waiver claim for him. I did as well. How much I actually got him. I got him in both my dynasty leagues somehow. Oh wow! I was, and they're these are like money leagues that are actually really involved. I was I very surprised. I should have done that. Yeah. So. He, uh, I think he might be for real. And by for real, I don't mean 10 for 152 and a touchdown every week. But I think he's going to be good enough to, like, play every week and get All stats. I know is we've seen two games with him, and he's delivered both. He's 100%, so there's no reason to doubt him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think this is a big watch for Ertz game. If he has another bad week, he's definitely, like, dropped territory. Yeah. He which... hasn't done a single thing outside of the touchdown week one, but it's, like, on one catch. I remember... I'm pretty sure in the preseason rankings, I had him at around like number five. I or think six. he was my second. So he was like, shout out or to like me. six or seven, something like that. Cause like even last year he was far from impressive, but yeah, his decline has been relatively steep, even further than I expected. Yeah. Um, so I would say we're going to watch for him. He might be a drop next week. Um, as far as the Ravens go, I don't really want to touch any of the running backs. You just don't know. Like they're nothing more than a flex at this point. I I'd start Ingram. I mean, at would you? At the flex. So I he get, can rush 11 for 50? Like if, if I were desperate, I'd need him. Well, yeah, but, he, like a, he's nothing more than a flex. Yeah, I wouldn't start any of the other ones. Um, And then Hollywood Brown's probably a good start here. Bark Andrews, good start. You're obviously starting Lamar. Uh, I, I don't think there's really anybody 
too crazy here. I mean, this is, seems to be pretty common sense stuff. Even Lamar, like last game, that was a that was a bad game for Lamar. He's gonna rush though, and Eagles haven't shown the ability to stop a, a soul. So yeah, they can't stop a nosebleed. I think they're gonna be okay. I, I think Baltimore is gonna win this game pretty heavily. Yeah, they're seven and a half favorites. Taking yeah. the Ravens. I would take the Ravens as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game we have we have Washington Giants. Uh, this might be the worst game of the year. I'm just oh lord, unless I, the Jets just, somehow play that just now like registered in my head. I'm like oh yeah, Washington Giants. Yeah, this uh, game is not going to be featured on Red Zone or on anyone's televisions. Uh, this might have the ratings of an NBA Finals game. This is going to be bad. Uh, we are going to it is. Let's just list the players we think that are playable. Well, I'd just like to take one second to say Daniel Jones is currently at two touchdowns and nine turnovers on the season. Oof. Yeah. And I know people were speaking of Washington saying, well, why is Dwayne Haskins getting benched and Danny turnover not? Which is a fair question. Uh, the answer is Colt McCoy is the backup. Oh. So Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. Only two people I care about. On... Even Gibson I don't really care much for. Yeah, he's more of a flex at this point, at but it's best. the Giants. Yeah, um, Terry McLaurin, he's actually good. Yes, he is a very good player. He's like the one good player across both teams right now. I mean, it, it looks like I think Kyle Allen's going to be back in. I'd say Devonta Freeman, too, and I don't think he's good. Yeah, it's I just think last Freeman, game he had, I think, 22 touchdowns. No, he had, I think, eight catches. I think Slayton's a good low-end RB yeah. or wide receiver, too. I, flex. I think that um, Evan due, Ingram might be okay too, due to how bad the defense is, and in New York, I'm sorry, in Washington, for how bad the defense is and how much they're going. They do have a good defensive line. I, know I Chase think Young got hurt. Devonta is going to get a lot of work, and I can't see Washington blowing anybody out. So it's not going to have to abandon the run. Yeah, I would. Uh, Evan Ingram, Slayton, and uh, I would I would go like you said Freeman as well in the New York. This side, line has me very surprised. By this the way. is going to be. I'm going to say that they have. They probably have Washington winning. No, no, that's what has me surprised. I think Washington's a better team. And again, now take that very lightly because I think they're both terrible. Now this is stupid, a stupid narrative thing I'm going to bring up, but the Giants are only two games out of the. <laughs> Out of the division lead. So I think that there's some piece of that that's like... Well, Washington's only one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, that's true. I had like a brain thing where I forgot... Like, yeah. Let's go to the Giants' past five games. Uh, lose... Is it worth it? I think this game is just... <laughs> Fine, let's see. They have scored 81 points and given up 133. It's not good. And Washington scored 89 and given up 142. Oh, boy. They're exactly... Actually, no. Sounds like a Jamal Crawford plus minus here. This is a... Yeah, that, that's bad. That's real bad. Yeah, not good. Uh, I guess I if I had to choose, I would take Washington. Uh, what's the what's the line for this? The points. Ah, uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, of course, it updated it. Okay, it's it. it's not a big deal. Uh, we can go ahead and move on to the next one. I think it was like two and a half points. No, no, I'm I'm sorry. I mean the over, over under. Oh, let's see. It is forty two. Ugh. Yeah, two and a half for the Giants. Ooh. I'm taking Washington, and I'm taking the over. You know, I'm I taking probably the over. would take the just over. two bogus teams just swinging. Man, that's Twenty-one points, throwing haymakers. That's yeah, that's much. nothing. Uh, I take Washington in the over as well. Uh, speaking of dumpster fires, we have Atlanta versus Minnesota next. Uh, I don't even know what to say about Atlanta. It looks like everything there might get blown apart. There's no excuse. We even had Arthur Blank coming out saying that Matt Ryan's not unmovable, and we had 
It's a lot of I I don't that's not a direct quote, but it was something along those lines. There's no excuse for 0 and five. Hayden Hurst looks bad. Uh, I started him. I don't even know what to say. What's wild is they got blown out with a great game from Todd Gurley. Well, which you shouldn't expect that. Todd Gurley in these games, his box score looks good, but the running lanes he's getting are wide open. It's well, I mean, not, he's, he's still getting it though. I he's know, productive. but it's not like he's doing a Saquon and breaking ten ankles and then you know for it's. He's obviously a good play here. Well, maybe Minnesota's defense has actually looked a lot better. With I mean, the, that's what Zimmer's all with about. The or the disparity at running back, you have to play him. But he does not look explosive. And I'm, I guess, I'm looking at it here. They really, they could put up points. Obviously, it's the most they've lost by is 14 in a game. So like the Panthers, inexcusable. They only lost by seven. The Packers, they lost by 14. It was a good team. The Bears, they lost to by four. Which I mean, they're four and one technically the Seahawks they lost to I guess they lost them by 13 but it was a mm. kind of a shootout and the Cowboys they lost by one because they choked that hard so like for an 0-5 team I I always say this every week but they should be so much better they should be but I don't think that they're going to be um Julio might come back but we don't really know what he's going to look like because of the injury Russell Gage is a, probably a good flex option mm. if you're just looking to throw something out there and hoping to Get something. Don't start Hayden Hurst. Calvin Ridley last week going to be good as always. But I think the Minnesota defense might actually shut him down a little bit. But Alexander Madison's an obvious must start. Yep, Madison's a great play here. Thielen's a great play. Justin Jefferson, if you're looking for a maybe a low end flex play, when he shows up, he shows up. Um, Minnesota. yeah, not too much there. Kirk Cousins looking bad. Matt Ryan looking bad. Just both these teams not looking great. Atlanta's uh, run defense has been surprisingly decent. They rank 14th. However, Madison. They give up 110 yards. I could easily see Madison getting 100 yards. I'm going. Yeah, I agree. And he's underrated in the past game. Uh, too, I say that Minnesota is probably favored by three and a half. Four points, Minnesota. Over under 54. Oh, I think that's going to be a little high scoring, huh? You know what? I'm, I'm taking Minnesota and I'm taking the over. I'm taking Minnesota and the over as well. Uh, next game, this, we're moving on to. Oh wait, no, these are. Wait, how many noon games are there? I There's just a lot this of noon. Eight, eight. We have eight noon games. That's really weird. And we only have two uh, three o'clock games, which is also strange. But I hate it when they do that. But I will. I know I'm a Packers fan here, but they do have the Packers playing the Bucks as a, in the three o'clock spot. So I mean, that that's actually a good game. That's actually like you know, it's the worst when they give you all garbage games. That's at least it's like a good game to watch, especially when the Jets and Dolphins are one. <laughs> so at least one game's worth watching. Oh, red zone just going to be going off with all those points. Uh, so we have Lions Jaguars, another game nobody probably cares about. Oh my all goodness! About. the The line for the giant, the Jets and Dolphins is wild, but we still a, a teaser. Oh yeah, it's going to be Dolphins by a lot. But uh, Detroit, not much you're really looking for this game. Kenny Galladay, um, you're starting him. Uh, Adrian Peterson's a flex, I think. Maybe I Adrian there's, Peterson. There, in the there's flex. history with that statement. But. I'm just. Is there anybody else? Lions aren't good. Maybe Stafford, if you need a quarterback with buys. If I need, if I yeah, he's a good bye week fill-in. Same with uh, because like Russ is on bye this week. So Minshew might be the same. Yeah, no, Minshew gave. I used him as a buy replacement last Who week. Who are you got, trusting out of. outside of Robinson uh, at running back? Who are you trusting on Jacksonville? I think Laviska Chenault is worth a flex at least. Is DJ Ch- DJ Shark worth putting a chart worth putting out there? I know he's having problems with injuries, but if he's healthy I'd, I'd have DJ Shark too. So we have Robinson, Chenault, Shark 
Anybody? Chark, excuse me. Minshew. I don't know why I keep calling him Minshew Chark. Minshew if you need him. He's a, I don't want to play him, but a desperate play. Uh, is there anybody else you're thinking about? Or is that not Marvin Jones anymore? I'd say on the lines would be Peterson. I guess TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. He's been pretty good. I'm going to take... Actually, I don't know what to guess here. Lions two and a half? Lions at negative three. I'm taking yeah. the Lions. Uh, I Actually, no. I'm taking the Jags because uh, the Lions should win all these games and they never do. I'm taking the Lions, but I don't feel good about it. Yeah, no, I am taking the Lions. I'm not I'm not losing faith. I don't feel good the about it. The over-under is 54 and a half, and I'm taking the under every day of the week. I think they were 50. So what would that be, 27 points each? That would be like 27 to 28. Hmm. I'm going to go under. Lions yeah, under. I think it's close, though. That's yeah. pretty. I like where they put the line. That's a pretty good line. Uh, next game, we have Bengals Colts. Um, we another terrible one. We have a lot of bad games this week. Um, on the Bengals side of the ball, it's going to be a rough day for Joe Mixon, but I, I mean, if obviously if you have him, you're playing him. But I think. If you still have him, you're playing him every week because you should have traded him a long time ago. Uh, or you, let me rephrase. You never should have drafted him at all. He's good. Indianapolis, they give up the third least amount of rushes, rushing yeah, yards. It's going to be a rough game. And I guess over the last three games, I guess. Never mind, I misspoke. They did give up 124 last week. I can't remember who they played, but it had to have been somebody They good. lost, so I don't... It, oh, it was It was against the Vikings, wasn't it? No, who was that? You can look that up. Uh, I'm going to say that the only guy I'm probably interested in is Tyler Boyd, maybe? It was the Browns, that's right. Maybe Tyler Boyd? Um, outs- Burrow's Not AJ Green. Burrow's going to get hit a thousand times. Uh, we did have the controversy. It looked like uh, Green whispered, trade, trade me. So. That is the only reason why he's still on my team today. Mm. So, like, you know what? Maybe he'll get traded and not be terrible. Yeah, cold side of the ball. Uh, T.Y. Hilton has an opportunity here to be good. Campbell might be all right. What are your thoughts on Mo Alley Cox this week? <laughs> I think he's a shut him down, isn't he? I believe he's actually hurt. Oh, shoot. I, I don't know if like he's hurt to the point where he's not playing, but I believe he's a little banged up. Uh, I think you could do worse than a – oh, my goodness. His name just Trey Burton. There we go. I think you could do worse than Trey Burton. I think he actually could have a nice game this week given how bad the Bengals are. Bears great. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about before I disrespect the Bengals? Well, obviously Joe Taylor – or Jonathan Taylor. Joe, oh, yeah. Joe Mixon at this point, he's, I guess, a flex. The worst part is that it's not Joe Mixon's fault, which sucks. But it's been that way for like three years, so you should have seen it coming. Well, it's – you like to have some optimism that the team's not going to be so bad. Like you always think, like how they can't be bad for forever, can they? It's like, well, but then you realize it's the yes, Bengals, and they make well, no they have a good quarterback at least. But well, yeah, yeah, they've taken one step forward and like five back this season. But I'm going to say Colts by like seven and a half. It's Colts by seven and a half, and I'm taking the Bengals over under forty six and a half, and I'm taking the over. Bengals over. Philip Rivers has looked terrible. He has. I'm going to take the Colts. I'm only deciding between the, the, the line, not the who's going to win. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm taking the Bengals. I think that's going to be over, though. Taking the Colts with the over? over? I wow. think there's going to be some garbage time for the Bengals. <laughs> but that's, garbage time is literally like, that should just be their new nickname because that's all they have. I'm trying to look now. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, they lost by 24 to the Ravens. I forgot they were that poor. Yeah, the only game they've won is the one where they had an otherworldly game out of Joe Mixon. We had to the Eagles, so who cares? Half a game out of division lead. They're tough, too. They're like the Chargers in the way where they – I guess they lost the Chargers by three. They lose to the Browns by five. They tie the Eagles. They beat the Jags. Then they get blown out one game. So they've at least been competitive every game. They're very good at losing. I'll give them that. Yeah, that's their specialty. But moving on. Uh, Next game we have is going to be the Bears versus the Panthers. Oh, this, this, this is going to be a this is going to be terrible. For the record, the records of the team, you'd think this would be interesting. It's going to be a boring game. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of Montgomery, a lot of Mike Davis. Robbie I don't think Anderson. CMC's back yet, right? No, he's not. Okay. It's been killing me. Yeah, the Panthers are like oddly weird in the fact that like they do the same thing every game. It's like Robbie Anderson's going to have 100 yards, maybe or maybe not a touchdown. Mike Davis is going to have 100 plus all-purpose yards and probably a touchdown. Teddy Bridgewater is going to suck, but still somehow win. I mean, rinse, repeat. That being uh, said, I'm still – I think the Browns are going to win this. There's Browns, something the incredible about watching Nick Foles play. He at least slings it. I love watching He's got some stones. Like him because he's kind of – he's got the Ryan Fitzpatrick in him. Well, yeah, just, what's, what's this guy got to lose? It's not to uh, go back to our former sad days in the early 2010s of YOLO, but – they're YOLO quarterbacks. Well, yeah, he he literally or the Yeet quarterback. Like two years ago, he was going to be a pastor, and they called him up. Like, hey, we need you back. Like this guy has literally nothing to lose. Well, it's like Matt uh, Matt Moore last year in the Dolphins. He was a high school football coach. No, exactly. Got... <laughs> yeah, it was a. It's even like Matt Stafford. He'll air it out. Like, I just what are they gonna do bench him. I just like, love the guys who with the big arms that just go deep all the time. Yeah, and they just it's like I think that's why Favre was so, Favre was so magical. Because he was, he's obviously way better than those guys, but he would just launch. Well, beats the 2020 Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. Which I, is why I'm sad that Jameis doesn't have a job, because I love watching Jameis. Jameis should be starting oh, uh, yeah. somewhere. But, uh, yeah. I, I am ex- – I'm if maybe Teddy Bridgewater I'm a football get, junkie. If Teddy Bridgewater is going to pay $21 million to play, then Jameis needs to start somewhere. I'm oddly intrigued by this game. I'm just going to say it. Uh, I think Montgomery has an average game for him. I don't think so anything what, two great yards there. Of, two yards of carry. Allen Robinson going to have a nice game. Robbie uh, Anderson, obviously. Yeah. Is there anybody not obvious on either team that you're starting? Maybe Jimmy. I actually am starting Jimmy Graham. I game. think Jimmy Graham's a good play. He my essentially always finds the end zone. How about on the Panthers side of the ball? Are you starting uh, DJ. Is it DJ Moore and uh, Robbie Anderson? Are those the two? DJ Moore has been very disappointing, but not as not as disappointing as Curtis Samuel. Well, that's not saying much, but with the with injuries, with buys, I'd say he's a start. Oh, yeah. I don't. I think they'll move the ball pretty well. Uh, I'm gonna go Panthers one and a half. That's exactly what it is. Oh, over under. I'm taking the Bears. I think the Bears are gonna win this one. I'm taking the over. I'm gonna take what's the over? Forty-five. I'm taking. I'm taking the Panthers with the over. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Put it on the board. Uh, next, we have Jets versus the Dolphins. This is another game that I'm embarrassed to say that I'm actually kind of excited about. Just going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick just eating. Fitzpatrick is going to destroy. Uh, however, I think Jamison Crowder is going to have a nice day. You know, Let's yeah. say something nice. Maybe Frank Gore can get in the end zone. Or, oh, no, I forgot Joe Flacco still starting. Yeah, this is going to be a rough one even uh, by Jets standards. Uh uh, Crowder is going to have a – I think you're obviously – Crowder's still a one or a two receiver. I yeah. one or number two. He's literally the only guy I'm starting. Yeah, Parker. I'm excited about Parker. Yep. Um, Any other receivers? No. 
Actually, yeah, because I, I Probably think basically any receiver on the Dolphins with a pulse, because I think this is going to be an absolute massacre. Preston Williams, is he a good start this week? Is he a flex, or do you think he's a wide receiver team? Yeah, you know what? Go for it. Either one. Just, just plug him in. Yeah, I'd put It'll Preston Williams in. I think Gusecki's going to have another nice game. Um, Gaskin? I think it's a good Miles Gaskin game as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's going against essentially a high school football team, so he should be just fine. He had 16 touches last week on the ground, plus, I mean, he obviously had uh, – he had five targets or five receptions as well. So he's getting a lot of usage. Uh, as somebody who picked him up, I'm very happy about it. But uh, I think it's going to be a nice week for him again. The Jets do give up 130 rushing yards per week. Yeah. He should get, at least get 80. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm expecting the Dolphins to win this one by um, – what's what's our line going to be? I'm just going to put seven and a half. Miami, nine and a half. Man, oh, wow. That was disrespectful. I'm still taking them. Wow. Uh, taking the Dolphins, I'm taking the over because I can see him putting up a bunch of points. Dolphins also could lose. That's how yeah. weird they are. They're Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, I could. But Joe Flacco's in. If, if, if um, not Bradford, if I'm trying to think of his name. There's no way Flacco does anything. That's I'm, what I mean. I'm going to take Dolphins. What if was Darnold, nine and a half. If Darnold were in. I, no, I'm sorry. That over under? 47. I'm going to take Dolphins with the under. If Darnold were in, I wouldn't take it. But I'm taking the over on Miami. Darnold's been terrible. I can see Miami putting up like 35 on their own. Yeah, but do you see the Jets scoring more than 15? Uh, next game we have, as we uh, the aforementioned, Packers-Buccaneers. I'm actually excited about this one. As a Packer fan, I will say that I'm not – like, I don't fear the Tampa that much. Like, I, I, I think we've beat better teams. Is that fair? Yeah, well, I, I is, have to remember our schedule. Is Devontae but, back this week? I think uh, he is. I am not 100% sure on that. We – it's crazy though that the Packers are putting up the points they are and looking as good as they have been without him. A good quarterback. Rodgers has just been killing it this year. Like his quotes, I every time I think of Rodgers, I think of that quote. They haven't really beaten anybody. I mean, they beat the Vikings by nine. They beat the Lions, the Saints, who I think are super overrated. And I the agree. Falcons. So I mean, they haven't really beat anybody great. No, we have not. Granted, they haven't beaten anybody who's terrible. Would this be the best team? They've. Be, would this be the best win? Yeah, I think so. I do not – I mean, I know it was the first game of the year, and we I've said I disqualified it before, but the Saints did beat the Buccaneers quite handily. I don't care. but I don't yeah. think the Saints are any good. Um, well, no, I'm just saying they're Saints one beat lucky, Bucks, so the Bucks. They were a missed PAT and a, missed, a lucky missed field goal away from losing to the Chargers. Oh, that should have happened. Well, Justin Herbert was looking so good, though. Uh, anyway, on the Packers' side of the ball, if Devontae is back, you're playing Devontae. I don't need to tell you to play Aaron Jones. Hey, don't play Marcus Aldis-Galeen. Just, that guy. He'll just leave you high and dry. Like oh, me. He has been the biggest bummer. Uh, he just sucks. <laughs> he's just not good at football. I don't even know how he be disappointed. I expect nothing out of him, and he still somehow disappoints me. He'll have, like, flashes where you're like, oh, they're going to use him now. Or he, he gets a lot of work. And then everybody just, like, decides, like, yeah, you know what? Like, no. I think the Bucks are also going to – they're they're getting back, or they're supposed to get back Chris Godwin for the first time. Like, he's had one full game. So I think having him back, having Mike Evans, who seems relatively healthy now, I think this is going to be the best um, they've looked all year too. Or at least talent-wise, they have in, I guess, um, Fournette. I don't know if he's coming back. But if he doesn't come back, that just means that he's not going to be in there. And I think they're better without him. Are we starting Dalton Schultz? Dalton Schultz? Or did I say his name? Scotty right? Miller? No, I'm talking the Packers uh, tight end. Dalton Schultz is in the Cowboys. Are you sure? Yeah. Who am I thinking of then? I need to – I'm going to look this up. I'm trying to think of his name. It's a strange name. If I see it, I'll remember it. I apologize if I got that one I think wrong. it starts with an H, his last name. 
I will look it up very quickly. Um, are you starting any other Packers receiver? Maybe, 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 maybe. Um, oh, there it is. Wow, you're right. I had it all. I was all mixed up. Uh, Robert Tanyan. That's a Tanyan. I think Tanyan's a good play. I'm not saying a great play, but I think he's worth rolling out there. Yeah, he's he's fine, I guess. And heck, Jamal Williams might even be good. Jamal Williams last against Atlanta was eight for. He had eight carries. He also had eight receptions. So, I think Jamal Williams is even worth a flex at this point. That's if you're desperate. I don't see. Yeah, eight, desperate. I don't see another eight catch game. No, I agree. Um, if the Buccaneers don't have Fournette out there, I think they'll win this game. I still think that Valdez Scantling is a very low end. I'm, flex I'm done play. with him. I think he's a low end flex. Fool me like three times. Shame on me. Any uh, any tight ends that you're playing for the uh, Buccaneers? Maybe, maybe Cameron Braid. He's he's been all right with it. Not Rob Gronkowski because he sucks, but maybe Cameron Bray. Yeah, I think... Not Scotty Miller, and I know he's not a tight end, but I'm not touching him again. That zero-point donut he gave me last week. I always get excited when you see, like, big-name quarterbacks facing off, just for yeah. whatever reason. I know Tom Brady's not the old Tom Brady, but... I think the I think the Bucks are taking this one. Oh, they really? F- they finally have... They finally have the receivers healthy, and I know, and... um. The tight end seems to be getting more and more involved, and I know um, O.J. Howard's out, but Cameron Braid seems to get more involved. Ronald Jones is getting the bulk of the carries, which I think is the best thing for them because essentially Leonard Fournette's essentially burning it down. Like, okay, let's let's want two yards and give it to Leonard. Like, yeah, you don't want two yards. I think the Packers are going to win the turnover battle, which is going to be a big deal. I don't know if they will, though, because Robert. Tom doesn't turn the ball over much, and neither does Rodgers. He's turned it over quite a bit in comparison to normal. I don't know. Oh, a couple of them were week. His big ones were week one. I know when he's still figuring it out. Uh the line right now is. Oh, wasn't. Oh, did, were we guessing or no? Are you gonna guess? Uh, I'm gonna say. What you gonna guess? I'm gonna say that the Packers. I'm gonna say Packers four and a half. It's Packers minus one. Oh really? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He has four interceptions, by the way. Oh, I guess I forgot last week he didn't play well against the Bears. Um, I'm gonna. T- I, I'm. What? What are the, the points? Fifty-four and a half. Hmm. I'm taking the over, and I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking Packers and the over. I think the Packers are gonna win. I would take points with it. I think that's. I don't think it's gonna be that big a deal. I for the still Packers. just want to puke every time I think of Scotty Miller. Hmm. One target. He was just out there running around. What if he has a bounce back game? Well, one catch is a bounce back game for him. We are going to move on. We have three remaining games. Uh, the first one's going to be we have Rams versus Niners. There's not much to say here. Um, are you starting anybody on the on the Niners? Maybe Ayuk? Uh, the two, I'd say Raheem Mostert. He, yeah, Mostert. When they give Ayuk. him the ball, good things happen. They just don't give him the ball. Are you uh, starting any other? Debo Samuel might be a very, very, very low flex option. I mean, somebody on that team's got to catch the ball. So, Ayuk. Yeah. Uh, Greg Kittle or George Kittle, is he playing? Oh, yeah. Oh, is, is he playing or am I playing? I think he's playing, right? I think he is. I needed to look that up and I forgot. Uh, any other receiver you're no. starting there? No. The Rams, I feel like Cooper Cup's going to just eat to this week. Robert Woods had a long touchdown pass, which I don't see that happening the second time. He's so inconsistent. Their defenses look so bad. And when I say there, I'm referring to the Niners. The Niners, yeah. Granted, their offense is so bad where the defense is out there so much more than usual. So when you're out there twice as much as usual, a you're gonna get more tired, and b there's gonna be more opportunity. Forty-three to seventeen though last week from the from the one in three Dolphins. The Dolphins were clicking, but yeah, that's there's, that's unacceptable. I think Cooper's gonna have a good week. One of the running backs is gonna have a good week. So I guess just flip a coin, and 
Yeah, I would say that their flex plays it well. Probably low end RB twos are a flex. Well, it depends which one it is. Yeah, because well, it seems every single week kind of one of them of does them. something. The other two just get like three points, but one of them will get like ten or fifteen. So, which, but if you're feeling lucky, start one of them. But a big deal. It kind of depends a little bit how healthy um, Garoppolo is. If that ankle's yeah. a little better and he can actually throw, it might be a little closer game. But I'm expecting the Rams to win by a lot. Yeah, the Rams right now. The line, give a guess. I, Higby's probably worth it. Well. He's kind of been shut down lately. I don't even know. I don't. They don't throw to him. I don't think Higby's worth playing. Uh, I'm going to guess that the line is going to be Rams eight and a half. My, Rams by three and a half. Taking Who's making the these lines? I don't know. Over under fifty one. I'm taking actually, the under. On I know that one. I'm bad at guessing these, but I I think they're way better than the, the Rams. I agree. What what is the point total? Fifty one and a half. I'm taking the under. Ooh. Because I don't see the Niners putting up many points. Yeah, but the Dolphins just forty three pieced them. Well, I'm taking. And I know that Garoppolo's hurt. I'm I'm taking Rams in the points. I might Rams and over. I'm gonna put all my money in my be- betting account on the under on that one. That seems like free money. I completely disagree. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry on the um the line the th- three and a half, putting it all on the Rams. But they're projected to win. That's what I mean. Yeah, I've seen them win by more than three and a half. So you're really gonna buy points or what? Never mind. The the line three and a half. I I might put all my money on. The Rams for the line at three and a half. Yeah, but you're just not going to get that good odds on that. I know, but if I put in 150 bucks, it's probably I'd probably win 100. Yeah, maybe. I I don't think there's any way that it's within a three point game. So yeah. Yeah, it seems like free money, but that's just me. Uh, moving on to the Monday night games, uh, the worst game start time I've ever heard for Central. What would that even is is uh Eastern time or Western time? Is or that two Pacific? hour behind Pacific? I think is either two one or two. I think it's two because Eastern's one in front so yeah, of us. Yeah, it'd be two in the afternoon, so no one's going to watch that. Oh, that'd be – yeah, that's weird. Uh, this is an interesting game I because both teams are coming off their first loss. Yeah, I'm I'm not starting Devin Singletary this week. He looks, he's looked pretty bad this year. Uh, or Zach Moss. I, think I feel like be, the run game just hasn't got going. No, it, it hasn't all I know season. Josh Allen runs around quite a bit. He so. hasn't even gotten it going, though. I think the Bills receivers, if John Brown plays, obviously start him. Starts Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. I think he could put up RB two numbers. Yeah, the week. Chiefs' defense has not looked very good. No, the Chiefs just have the Chiefs are four and one, but they still haven't looked great. It's been a little bit of a rough four and one. Yeah, at least the last two games, the last couple games. I think here. Cole Beasley's a huge, huge, huge sleeper this week because like even even last week he didn't get targeted once in the first half, which I know you might say, well, that's half the game. But he still ended with six catches for like sixty yards, which is in full PPR twelve points. And they started moving the ball a lot more once they started getting him involved. So I can see them trying to get him involved early against the Chiefs. And yeah, he's usually their safety net. Um, I think Sammy Watkins, if he plays, he might be an okay flex play this week. Um, obviously you're playing Hill, Kelsey, uh, Alaire. Yeah. Holmes. Uh, anybody outside of that list that you would throw in there? No. On the Buffalo side of the ball, like you had mentioned, I, I liked who you said. I don't think there's really anybody. Uh, Dawson Knox? I was going to say, def, I was gonna say, do not touch Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is so bad at football. Yeah, this one is kind of a cut. I mean, this one is like if you have most of these guys, you're going to play him outside yeah. of uh, – I, I know he's Devin been a little Singletary. hurt. Yeah, Singletary I'm not, and, I'm not playing and Sammy Watkins are both uh, – eh. yeah. they're, they're, those are those two guys. I think guys, Watkins is playing. So What's the line? I'm going to say Chiefs two and a half. Three and a half. The taking the Bills. I would take the Chiefs on this one. And the over-under is 57.5, and I'm taking Ooh. the over. Ooh. Bills over. They're scoring 35 points, and they're winning it. 
Bills over? How many points did I score last night? 13? I'm going to go uh, Chiefs under. Hmm. Both offenses have looked terrible the last couple of weeks. So if The Bills would just not turn the ball over at the worst times. They're good. Uh, the next game that we have, final game that we have, was actually one that I was excited for in general here. Uh, we have, and again, I don't know why I'm excited for this. It just seems exciting because points. Uh, mm. We have Cardinals versus the Cowboys. The Andy Dalton-led Cowboys. Uh, what graced my Twitter feed today was... Red Rifle. Somebody put $500 on Andy Dalton to win the MV- league MVP. And that was just What's like... What's the payout? Like are $2 we million? throwing money away here? It was huge. I think he was plus 3000 Maybe it was more than that. Yeah, I probably, can't remember. Probably 500 bucks. It was three or 5000 It's uh, literally probably a million dollars. Yeah, I don't know what that person was doing. I mean, one could hypothetically say that, well, he's got elite receivers and he's always been pretty good, so why not? And they're well, always already, down. He's already five games back. But that, though. yeah, that was the point I was going to say. You're five. If you're the start of the season, I feel like it would be an okay bet. You're five not weeks great. down. Uh, up until, I mean, Russ has looked very good. Oh, Rodgers hasn't even thrown a turnover worthy pass, and he's looked amazing. I mean, there's just been a lot of good. Plays so far. Some people year. just want to burn money. Yeah, that just seemed like I have way too much money, or I'm trying to get clout on social media. You can't look at me. Huh? But, um, uh, I see the bad bet. By the way, I see the Cardinals winning this one. The Dallas Cowboys give up 100, almost 160 rushing yards per game. They have Kyler Murray. They have Kenyon Drake, who hasn't done. Uh, anything. You mean Chase Edmonds? They have Kyler Murray. They have Chase Edmonds, who's a fine backup. They have Kenyon Drake, who hasn't done anything. One could argue he should not be the backup, but. I think their touches are going to be pretty equal this game. I think he's going to get the majority, or um, Drake is going to get the majority of the carries, but the majority of the catches are going to go to Edmonds. I think you're going to be surprised at how close the carry total is. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm right, but um, I think they're going to get the Cowboys are going to get run over or get run on all over. I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a good game. Christian Kirk is going to have a good game. And for the Cowboys, I think it's going to be a shootout, but I think CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup are going to have a good game. I'm not feeling too high on Amari Cooper just after last week's performance where it didn't seem like Red Rifle was really interested in him much at all. He he did go to Gallup a couple times, yeah, which is definitely – as somebody who almost dropped him last yeah, week. Gallup I was, and CeeDee Lamb were his two go-to guys. And maybe maybe the tight end – is it Dalton Schultz? I think – Yeah, I can't remember if he, yeah, yeah as I incorrectly stated. I think, though, that if I recall, Amari Cooper had a decent corner on him last week, but – or maybe it was just he shut him down and everybody's like, oh, is this guy good? I don't know. I, I don't think Amari is going to be taken out of the game plan, though. Actually, is it a home game or an away game? Oh, so it is a home game. So chances are Amari's going to have a good game. Going to be a huge game for Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those ones that you could see Andy Isabella or uh, Christian Kirk. I, even I get, Christian Kirk, yeah. Even get some work. Um, I mean, hell, Fitzgerald had seven catches on seven targets last week. So I think Fitzgerald even is a very low floor Flex option. I mean, at this point, the the Cowboys defense is just like crushing cans. Like it, it's you can do whatever you want against them. It's yeah, dangerous. I would not be scared to uh, essentially start any Cardinals player. Yeah, I would start any points. Cardinals player as a just a as a given a, a shrug flex if you're like, really yeah, desperate. Um, right now, the line. Who, who, who do you think it is? Should I? One last question before I do that. Should I keep? No, ne- never mind. I didn't think of the question. I was going to say I have the Cardinals defense. Should I play them this week? No, no, I should not. Absolutely. Uh, not. No, I didn't. I didn't think about it. I was like, "Oh, Cardinals." Uh, I'm going to say Cardinals are favored by one and a half. I'm going favored by two. Taking the Cardinals. I see them winning by about four or five. 
three to five. I have no faith in the Cardinals. I'm I'm honestly think I'm gonna take the Cowboys. What? You have faith in the Red Rifle? I think I'm taking the Cowboys. Yeah. The thing is, even with the Red Rifle last year, they barely beat the Giants. What do you mean on, on the Bengals? No, last week the Red Rifle. Oh, played. I thought you said last year. Sorry. No, last week. Well, yeah, but he didn't. He wasn't game planned for it to come in. He played very well, though. That's what I mean. Yeah. He, he came in and played about as good of a game as you could but play. But I think, though, that having a week of him running the offense, and I think people legitimately do get shook when their teammates leave with a dangling limb, <laughs> and it kind of kills momentum, and, and I could just be, you know. I don't know. He was, real, he was real good last well, yeah, week. Yeah, I think he's going to be good. I think Andy Dalton's an underrated quarterback in terms of he played on such a bad team for so long that I think it's the Joe Burrow thing. Well, that, even, even last year, there it, it was so obvious they are just trying to tank. They're yeah, because like, like they put him in the game and they would be really competitive and they're like, well, time to bench him. It's like, why? Why are we benching him for? And I can't remember who they benched him for, but the guy was horrible. Yeah, so why are we benching him for this guy? Like this guy's terrible. Yeah, I think Andy Dalton's. I don't think he's bad. I'm not saying he's like a top five quarterback, but I think he's he's middle of the pack. Yeah, he's probably yeah. he's definitely he's in the Jameis camp of why is this guy not starting somewhere? That was a genius signing in hindsight by what was it Jones? His first smart play of his. What career. do you? It'd be very interesting. Like, what if the Cowboys started winning games? You know what I mean? Like, what if he was serviceable and you're like, Which well, he will be. you can keep Andy Dalton for, you know, 18 mil a year or you can sign Dak for 40. You like, can probably keep Dalton for 10 million a year. What kind of sucks is that the, the Cowboys have such good receiving options that it like, I mean, you don't even need an elite quarterback. The, the, the Cowboys have potential to come to a very, very, very interesting crossroads in the sense where I think that, like you said, what if they start winning? I think they're going to start winning a decent amount of games with the Red Rifle, and they're going to get to the, are we going to be those guys who don't re-sign the guy who just blew his leg out for us? It's going to be like one of those like people are like, wow, that's so disrespectful. It, it, there's potential for it to be like, it might be smarter to either, if they play poorly, just tank and get a good quarterback like Lawrence, or if they play well with Red Rifle to keep Red Rifle around. So it's just one of those it things. It might be interesting because like, people be like, wow, that's that's so disrespectful. Football is, or The teams don't care about the players, blah, blah, blah. But if Rifle kills it, I mean, there's a legitimate argument to make. You know, it's the situation where nobody thinks Andy Dalton's better than Dak, but if he's getting half the money, Making then you'd argue money, that yeah. your team's better that yeah, way. Yeah, they so. just sign other weapons. Yeah, it'd be uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do there. I uh, – Said I, if he plays well, they're going to have an interesting crossroads. And if he plays poorly, they're going to have an interesting crossroads because they're going to be in position to tank. So th- this is going to be very strange. Yeah, but I, they, they don't they won't take a quarterback, I don't think, no matter what happens. Well, if, if they have the opportunity for Lawrence and they don't have to. They're already at one and a half games, and they play. I guess. but like, I mean, they have to play the Giants twice. They play Philly well, twice. Let's say Dak's like, I got hurt. I'm not, I'm not budging for anything less than $40 million a year. Well, I think they just. He just doesn't play then. Like exactly. That. So then at that point, they probably would pick up a quarterback in the first round so they don't have any I, wins. I, but I don't think it's going to get to that or point sign necessarily. Red Rifle. I mean, technically, they can just keep signing Dak to one year franchise tag. Yeah, that's a home move. Yeah, I, I mean, it's smart, but you say it is, move. but, I'm, well, yeah, but aren't they paying him like $36 million a year? It's just money? hard for me to sit there and be like, oh, poor Dak yeah, making $36 million yeah. a year. That's like, terrible. I break my ankle for $36 million. Definitely. Would but. you trade your leg for thirty-seven million? Trade for what? Thirty-seven million. What? Not have a leg? Knee down. It's gone. With modern technology, the prosthetic limbs have been very impressive. Like Blade Runner, before he got convicted of murder, Oscar Pistorius. Yeah, he was like he will was. We running... get, will this video get banned for me saying that? I don't I'm know. Just kidding. He was a. 
somebody would have to see it first. But he, um, mm. he, he'd run run those sprints with no legs, and he was doing just. Fine. I'm still on controversial take of the episode. I'm still on the team that should not be legal for him to participate. Bro, because, he has no legs. Yeah, but physics state that. Well, I guess his calves can't get tired. <laughs> no, I'm saying that it was like how he was sprinting was denying physics. Like there was like a point of how I would need to refresh my memory, but because of the legs, he was able to do something like in a benefit that other people without those legs couldn't do. It's like those wrestlers who are really good because they don't have a leg because you don't need your legs. So or like the leg. Like no, the you down. need your legs. They're, they're good. Well, you can't get pinned as easy. Yeah, you can't get pinned, and you can like be bulkier because yeah, you're lower and on you the can, weight. Yeah, yeah, you can be more jacked and go down weight classes. I don't think... It, we call that addition by subtraction. I don't think, here. though, that anybody would... I, I I mean, I think if you were to ask any wrestler and say, hey, will you trade a leg? They like, will no. you wrestle with one leg? Well, it's because you can't make money on wrestling. No, no, I'm, no, I'm saying if you hypothetically could enter, like, you had the option to take your leg off and wrestle and put it back on, would you? I don't think people would say yes. I don't know. For, for $36 million, I'd probably... Would with no, my, I, I'm, no, I'm talking. I'm talking. Okay. I'm re, real going back to the question. Would I, it be painful losing the bottom half of my leg? Like, would I get like shot off by like a cannon or something? I, I or would just throwing something? Would out. I just wake up without? No, it? No, you just wake up without it. That do thirty six million. Yeah, I'd just get my ankle smoked for thirty seven million. But you know, whatever. Yeah. It's it's hard for it's hard to feel bad. I mean, you feel bad, but not like actually that bad. Does that make any sense? It sucks, but at the same time, it's like hey, it could be a lot worse. Like, never want it to happen. You, you feel bad it happens, but like you, everybody, oh, this poor guy. You could have yeah. blown your leg out at the rec yeah. center. It got no. It had to pay to fix it. Yeah, what happens to us? Yeah, we we if I the bl- Sunday night crew. If I destroyed my ankle like that, I'd have a huge medical bill. I mean, that beats. I mean, that's worse than getting paid thirty six million to do it. But uh, injured, probably lose it. You don't have the rehabilitation methods. Yeah, I, the I, other. and I'm just not a world class athlete, okay. so I'm probably walking with a limp for the rest of my this, life. Uh, blah, this this podcast blah, blah. has gone off the rails here. We're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap this episode up. Do we? Let me make sure we discuss the line here. Oh, it's three. That's yeah. it, wasn't it? Okay. Uh, so that's gonna do it for this week. We will be back either next Monday or Tuesday. We never know. Uh, for the recap of week six. Recap. Uh, very excited for that. Gonna actually be Can't a pretty wait. good football week outside of no Thursday night football. But you know, we what do you do? Monday nights. You know, kind of Monday afternoon and a Monday night. With two Mondays, we probably should do it on Tuesday. Uh, very quickly, yeah, that's probably true. Very quickly, where can the good people find us? Like, very quick, we need to wrap this bad boy up. Finishfirstmedia.com. That's finish first spelled out media.com. On Twitter, suit yourself pod. Suit yourself pod. Suit yourself pod. On YouTube, suit yourself pod. Sorry, my computer just started playing something. On YouTube, suit yourself pod. And on Apple and on Spotify, suit yourself podcast. All right. Well, we'd once again like to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, be sure to go check us out. Uh, our new episodes out every week. Subscribe. We're at. Do all the fun stuff. Uh, everybody stay safe out there. Have yourself a good evening, morning, afternoon, like. whenever you're listening. Leave that like on the video. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye.